Hey everyone, it's Adam Healthman. Thanks for uh, tuning in to my podcast, Contractor Therapy. Uh, and today's support for our podcast comes from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Uh, they're available 24-7 to take care of all your mortgage needs. So if you ever need any home improvement financing or a refinance or a new mortgage, always visit Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. And today's topic is a really good, interesting topic that it really has affected the home improvement business. But before we get to the topic, I want to introduce Roberto Beauchene and Paul Sarah. How's it going? That's my crew from the Hire It Done radio show. They helped me on the podcast here. So today's topic is called, or I like to call, the myths of reality TV. We all know reality TV is super popular. We all know America's addicted to home improvement. And I even have experience in reality television, but I got to warn you, if you're thinking of taking on a real project, please use reality TV as an inspiration for ideas and nothing else. They will misinform you, misguide you, and send you the wrong information on the timing and what things cost on a project. Uh, Paul, have you ever watched? Do you watch reality TV for for uh, home improvement? Any of them? Yeah, I watch channels like with you know like flipping houses stuff or like house hunters and yeah, you yeah. know flip flop flip this don't flip that yeah. <laughs> and I always I always did find it weird that they could just go through a house in like two minutes and know like oh this will be ten grand for this and this yeah. is twelve and it's like they didn't really spend much time in there like. Now, do you think that was already predetermined, though, before the cameras start rolling, right? Of course. It's not the first time they've seen this house. So here's the thing. Reality TV is almost a, as an oxymoron, okay? The opposite is true. It's not reality. It's scripted, okay? So first of all, let me go back a little. So I was on the TV show Extreme Makeover Home Edition with Ty Pennington. I did the episode. Was in he an this, asshole? Super cool, actually. <laughs> he was... He was a guy that I was know he liked to party. spokesperson for ADD, ADHD. He's, he was right. all over the board. However, very creative, a hard worker, and very intelligent when it came to home improvement. But here's the thing. Um, I worked on that show in season two, three, season two, season three, and part of season four. So I did an episode as a builder in Oak Park, Michigan. The, the family were uh, deaf parents. And they had a blind autistic child. The Varden episode, we called it. It was episode four. But it was, it was, a two, it was the first episode they turned into a two-hour special. And the first episode, it's my claim to fame, guys, that won an Emmy. So literally, I'm an Emmy-winning builder. Wow. Can't be disclaimed. Yeah. However, it did open my eyes to reality TV. And that show, Extreme Makeover Home Edition, was on ABC television. And it was good. what was good about reality TV is it was Sunday night family watching. There was never negativity. It was it was building a house really quickly, changing people's lives. Now, what were those myths that came from that though? Like yeah. things that a normal job of yours would not have on it. This must have had some twists that they yes. bring in eighty billion people to work on this thing, right? Yeah. So that's a great <laughs> question, Roberto. So here's the thing: in that in the home ex the extreme makeover home edition passage, what happens is this: six weeks before the job gets started. They pick the homeowner, okay? The homeowner thinks there's three other families in the running, but it's really them. Right. So they don't know. Right. And what they say to the homeowner is, hey, Mrs. Homeowner, we have a couple builders that we want to work with if your house gets picked, but they need to see your house and see if it's even doable in five days. 
So what we do is we already were picked as the builder. We'd come and measure everything up and design the new house for them. And then we would try and rebuild or pre-build some of the walls. And, and then there was a whole team. They call them design producers. The design producers would produce a theme for each room. The blind autistic child had a autistic room in the basement. Then his bedroom had sensors in the bed. So if he got out of bed, the parents who couldn't hear him get out of bed, their their bed would vibrate in the middle of the night. And so they uh, would know the kid jumped out of bed. Instead of strapping him in bed so he like handcuffing him to the bed. They but, would that, know. but that's on top of like the basic renovations that yeah. need to be done. Or is that lots, a lot of that is a lot of that stuff ignored? And just the bells and whistles are put in. No, everything's done. Okay. So, But prehab. So then what happens is we then walk through the house with the city, the inspectors. And we don't tell the homeowners it's an inspector. We just tell the homeowners another advisor. And we tell the inspector, look, you need to work with us. And we, when then we sit down with the inspector and say, listen, we need an inspection for footings at midnight. Because we're building the house 24 hours, seven days a week, right? Three shifts, eight-hour shifts three times a day. So it's 1,500 workers. It's sheer moments of chaos <laughs> oh and sometimes hell. That's what, that's what it was. And in over an 108-hour period, five days, nine hours, we would build this house. Now, we would have it all structured, but we would tell the homeowner, we would tell the building inspector, because that was always a problem. I'm not coming here at midnight. You can't build this. Right. So... It was my job to convince him to do it. So what we would do is go to the, we always went to the governor, then to the mayor, then to the city manager, then to the head of the building department, then down to the inspector. You had to go from the top down. And what do you say? Like, it's good exposure for the city. You're going to be helping a yeah, family. Yeah, you would think the publicity would be right, good. Right, right. Well, that's the You're doing angle, a positive thing. Angle. And so when they said, well, that's not our problem. We're here for the safety. Okay, well, then when we go on live TV or when we go on TV and 20 million people know that you told us we couldn't do it, and this family doesn't get a new house because of you, you'll have to answer to your children. <laughs> Can you imagine that? And I had to use that once. And the guy came around. And we, you know, listen, we had some issues. There's always a power struggle, but we took care of that. But here's the thing. Um, building in, you know, the producers are looking for TV-worthy shots. They're looking for when the demo comes in. They're looking for like like when we did it. We had SUVs tied to chains, and we were we drilled the we shut, saw cut the front of the wall, and then we were going to have them say, "Okay, let's start demo. Three, two, one, go!" And then we took the trucks and we gunned it, <laughs> and they were flooring it right, and we would pull the front porch down. Jeez. Well, one of the chains broke. It didn't pull the front porch down, but half the porch went down, and they used it as a uh oh. You know, and then we had to reshoot the si the scene six different times. Oh my god! When the family comes running out of the front door, oh my god, it's the X Y Z family, and they come running out. They retape that shot. There's four, you know, because it's the first shot. The homeowners don't know that they're being called. So what happens is we we call the homeowner. We like we're ready to shoot, right? We call the homeowner on a Thursday and say, Mrs. Jones, we got to come over tomorrow morning because the uh, Producers have to look at one more thing, something from the gas company. They got to come into your house. So can we meet you one last time, and then we're going to know next week if you got it. But then that's really the time, right? And but we need everyone home, you know, blah blah blah. And so the producer's in the house. He's got the earphone in, 
He's like, yeah, they're out there. I, you know, we're doing some surveying, site surveys. And they have no idea. And so he says, listen, we need to get some more footage of you guys. We have to send it to the producers in California. So I need you guys to sit, dress up, sit at the table. And he's got it. And he goes, okay, guys, I'm going to get the footage. What was that again you needed? And they're like, we need a picture of them, you know, on the couch, just for the family's sake, you know. Oh, okay. And when they said, yeah, and don't forget one more thing. One more thing is one minute. Two more things, two minutes. Oh, okay. We got five more things we got to take care of here. And then we can, you know, are you good? Can you wait five? And the guy would be like, yeah, we got it. And so it, that meant for the producer in the house at one minute left, hey, we're just about done. Yeah, we're, we're, we got it. We're, we're one, one, one more thing. We're, we got one more thing on our list or something like that. And the producer's like, you know, guys, this is a great shot. I think you're the right family for us. Because, you know, and he goes, and then he goes, hold on a second. Okay. He says, and that means they're there. He says, oh, guys, I'm really sorry. <laughs> they picked another family. <laughs> you gotta bum them out first. Yeah, literally. Because what it does is because the excitement goes way right. crazier. And right? the next thing you hear on a microphone is a megaphone. Good morning, Martin family. <laughs> Billy Jean. And the producer's like, "Wait a minute! Holy shit! Go out to the front door, everyone! Right, run, right, run, right, run, run, run!" And they come flying out the front door. And there's four cameramen now. Tie now. Can I just say this would have been counterintuitive because everyone in there's deaf. So for him to be shouting on the megaphone would make no sense. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so the producer would have had to be like, you have to run outside. It's right. funny you say that because it's true. Um, they didn't know. So we in that situation, I wasn't in the house on that one. I was the builder. I was outside. Mm-hmm. They had to have the guy say, there's someone outside looking for you. All of you come out there. Like a sign? Or yeah. Something? Well, we did the reveal on that house. It was dead silence. They, when they did move the bus, we did it in sign language. And they showed the homeowner looking. Because she can't talk. Right. And it was the eeriest thing. That's what won the Emmy because it was not a dry eye in the house. Wow. That episode, I have it on DVD still, but unbelievable. But again, they freaked the homeowner out. But that's the behind the scenes, right? Support for contractor therapy comes from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Home today is so much more than it was yesterday, but at Rocket Mortgage, home is still all about you. During these challenging times we're all experiencing, the top priority at Rocket Mortgage is the health and safety of the communities they serve. And while things are changing quickly every day, one thing that will never change is their team's commitment to giving you the best mortgage experience possible. That's why, if you need mortgage support, their team of experts is there to answer questions and offer solutions. They understand that hardships happen, and they're here to help. Whether that means working with you to save money on your mortgage or finding a new way to navigate payments, if you have questions, the team at Rocket Mortgage has answers. They know how important your home is to you, because you are important to them. If you need mortgage assistance, the home loan experts at Rocket Mortgage are available to help 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. From their home to yours, the team at Rocket Mortgage is with you. Visit rocketmortgage.com forward slash contractor therapy to learn more. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states, NMLS, consumeraccess.org, number 3030. But let's just go to a half hour show. Let's go to an HGTV or a Bravo or one of those. Those are the myths where they say, we only have a $1,500 budget. We're going to renovate this bathroom today. Right. I have, so I'm, I'm working on a house now. Okay. The, the bathroom is probably. Five, I don't know. By, five by eight is the average size bathroom. Right, it's very it's small. Right, yeah, tub, toilet, shower. That's it. Yeah, as much as you in can get in that space, right? Yeah. And 
There's just no way. There's no way for fifteen hundred dollars. Right, it's Today, impossible. My toilet that I use in my house is six thousand. <laughs> but I mean, even a new shower. You know, I've been researching all this stuff lately. You know, the, the new shower, new tub. That's gonna run you. That's gonna. That's just a thousand dollars right there. Of course, it's BS, and that's what I'm saying. You know, so what they don't tell you is the producers call up and say. Uh, hi, we're a producer for Flip Flap Flip 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 This TV Show, and we're going to be doing a renovation on the bathroom, and would you like to be the contractor featured? Oh, yeah, I'm going to be on a show. So here's what we do. You're need, you need to donate labor, and um, whatever material we can't get donated, you have to supply for us. But you get on TV, and you get exposure, you can use it in your air marketing. Oh, I want to be on TV. I want to do this. So the whole demo and the labor, that's $7,500 right there. You're saving. Oh, well, maybe... Maybe my house, we can work something with. Uh, yeah, there you we, go. We can start filming videos. <laughs> well, listen, here's the thing. But think about it. So then the, the the contractor goes to the supply house. Hey, I need a tub. I need a shower head um, for this toilet. And, to and I need a toilet. I need everything. Can you guys give me a special deal? Or do you have anything that's been returned that we can use? Right. He then gets a hold of the producer. The producer gets pictures of it and says, yeah, we'll use that. And. Right. They donate stuff. Every plumbing supply house has an extra toilet. So if you get smart, the material is donated free and the labor's free. So the reality TV show says, oh, well, we got it free, so we don't have to use it in the price. So they're misinforming the homeowner. So when a contractor says, yeah, Mrs. Jones, I can do a bathroom just like that, it's seventeen five. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It was 1700 on the show. <laughs> Where's the uh, – you're a ripoff. So what they're doing is they're setting the expectation to the homeowner they're, they're not way putting, off. They're not putting labor into the TV show labor, budget. anything, advertising, none of that. Mm. So it's all fuzzy math, I call it. They lie to you, literally lie to you. Now, they've learned over the years. Now they say in the small print, in the Reddit credit rolls, well, this was donated, this typical bathroom could cost more. But it's caused a lot of grief for the contractors in the renovation business because of that. They've misinformed. And... Again, it's TV. Let's walk in. Now, I can walk into a house, Paul, and I can tell you every, because I keep my finger, I'm an expert. I keep my finger on the pulse of costs, what's trending, what's popular, what's not. And because I've renovated over 10,000 homes, I can tell you what's behind that wall that you want to pull out between the kitchen and the dining room. I can tell you if there's a bedroom above and a bathroom above that there's probably heating and cooling, there's probably plumbing or drain lines, and there's probably electrical wiring in this wall going up to the second floor. So with that being said, I know. Can that TV show? No, no. But they also know that, oh, you mean, Adam, there's wires behind there? Good. We're going to use that as a uh-oh shot when we do demo. The job got slowed down, folks, because the, the wall got demoed. There was electrical and a plumbing line. What are we going to do now? Let's see how the producers can create, you know, some design or, you know. Well, the electrician was able to cut the wires and rerun them and blah, 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 blah. That's a $4,000 extra that they don't tell you about. And we save the day. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> they create and they look for scenarios that are like, oh, no, there's mold in the crawl space. Oh, no, you know. I was able to reuse these old doors and use them as a table. You know? <laughs> yeah, I always hate that <laughs> yeah. shit. You're like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, but you see that table on Wayfair, you see it on, or the, the barn doors. Like, that's a terrible one. Barn doors, like, they should be burning those now. But. Again, oh, well, we don't want to use it as a, as a door. We're going to use it as a table. 
Okay, good job. Yeah, good for you. You know, the same table at IKEA or, you know, at West Elm is $1,700. You know, okay, good job, you know, trendsetter. But, again, <laughs> those myths are completely, you know, BS. But that's the problem. Homeowners are are uh, misinformed. That's why we have how much does it really cost mm-hmm. on the Hire It Done radio show. We talk about busting the myths. Homeowners email me all the time. Hey, Adam, I want to go stamp concrete. I saw them uh, said it should be the same price as concrete. Really? You pour concrete in a patio, and your concrete finishes the last guy there, and he smooths it out. Well, in a stamp concrete job, you have to smooth it out. Then you come back with the stamp. It's another four to six hours worth of work. Then you got to put the dye on. Then you got to. Whoever says that oh stamping's the same price, they're full of it. So you know how that goes. What's the what would you say is the most common thing that you see on these shows that annoy you the most? Like the thing that always pops up where you're just. You just like roll your eyes at it. Is it like when they just walk through the house and they say, okay, this is this much and you know it isn't? No, you know what bothers me is um, how they misrepresent what they did or the timeline. They should just say, look, this bathroom for this show took 12 days. Typical bathrooms are two weeks, you know, and, you know, condense it down. But be honest. Don't, don't, they don't want to talk about timelines because in a homeowner, look at a 30 minute show. The average TV show is 30 minutes, has eight minutes of commercials. So there's really 22 minutes of content. So in 22 minutes, they got to jam in a full renovation. But there's nothing wrong with them introing it. Here's what the job started. Here's what it ended. Here's how long it took. Here's our budget. Let's take a look. You know, and then day one, the homeowner. Day two, they're freaking out. Day three, it'll never get done. Day four, oh, no, the toilet's wrong. Day five, everything's back to normal. Day six, we're done. Day seven, Homeowner walks through the new job. Day eight, they're sleeping in and you know pooping in their new toilet. <laughs> Think about it. So, and they do that and condense it down. Not a problem. You know, we have six weeks, four weeks, three weeks in a one episode of Extreme Makeover. I'm, I'll come, I'm, why don't those shows? Have, there should be a show where they have that, where they they reveal the bathroom to the homeowner, and you show them the new toilet, and you say, "Why don't you take that bad boy for a spin?" <laughs> That's a great one, right? <laughs> You know, do me a favor. We put a heated seat there. Come on, go sit yeah. on and tell us how you love that. We got we got you know. some burritos here. You get on those and then yeah. uh, perfect. Take that for a ride. Well, there is that porcelain. There is one type of show I wanted to get your uh, take on, Adam, because it's the show where like the guys like going through Home Depot or Lowe's, and he'll yeah. just like randomly pick someone and say, "Oh, I'm going to renovate your kitchen today." Or take me to your house and I'll re- I'll redo your entire backyard and put in new furniture and, a, right. and it's, how how could they possibly do that in a day? I get that they all have like secret crews waiting, yeah. It's but there's no way they just randomly pick no. that guy if they're getting no. it all done. No, the same no, day. and no. Because here's the thing: the guy's like, I'm not letting you touch my kitchen. You know, the, in order for that to happen, the guy has to be complacent. Yeah, I'd say, who the hell are you? And then the guy has to sign his life away because you know, what if he doesn't like the work? I want my money back. What did he? He didn't pay for it. You know, <laughs> so there's all kinds of headache like that. It's just never right. TV is, you know, listen, at the end of the day, it's entertaining. Mm-hmm. Do I watch? I don't really watch TV, but when people bring that up, I'll, to keep my finger on the pulse and keep ahead of things, I want to see what they're propagandizing or what are they pushing on you. You know, programming is what it means. They're programming you, right? So we want a program to be, at Higher Done, to be a homeowner that's informed, makes good decisions. And making good decisions, picking a contractor is going to be honest with you. That's going to tell you how long the job takes. The problem with homeowners is one contractor says, Mrs. Jones, it's a 14-day job. The other contractor says, I'll be in and out in five days. And 
not going to happen. But they go with the five-day guy, and 14 days later, he's like, well, you know, we didn't, you know, and they come up with it. But he said it to get the job done. That's the problem. They lie. Contractors lie to homeowners. But homeowners lie just as much to contractors. So it's that lie. You know, we did the one of the biggest lies in home improvement. Support for contractor therapy comes from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Home today is so much more than it was yesterday. But at Rocket Mortgage, home is still all about you. During these challenging times we're all experiencing, the top priority at Rocket Mortgage is the health and safety of the communities they serve. And while things are changing quickly every day, one thing that will never change is their team's commitment to giving you the best mortgage experience possible. That's why, if you need mortgage support, their team of experts is there to answer questions and offer solutions. They understand that hardships happen, and they're here to help. Whether that means working with you to save money on your mortgage or finding a new way to navigate payments, if you have questions, the team at Rocket Mortgage has answers. They know how important your home is to you, because you are important to them. If you need mortgage assistance, the home loan experts at Rocket Mortgage are available to help 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. From their home to yours, the team at Rocket Mortgage is with you. Visit rocketmortgage.com forward slash contractor therapy to learn more. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states, NMLS, consumeraccess.org, number 3030. One I hate is the restaurant ones, the restaurant makeovers, whether it's oh. Gordon Ramsay or who's the other guy. The, uh... the one guy that's mean, he's on Barstool. Yeah, yeah, that guy, John Taffer. Yeah, he's he's, a, guy. Um, he's like an actor. Like he, he like almost like, like a hyperbole. But no, I just hate like when they bring in the crew to like fix up the restaurant. It's always like cheaply like. Ugh. Oh, we found these cute little light things right. to put up here, and I look at that and I go, in in in, in less than six months, all this dirty again. It's gonna be all disgusting again. <laughs> I like I like watching Gordon Ramsay. Like when he spits the food out. <laughs> this is an editor. You can't eat this crap. You know, like. You know, he orders fish and chips. He's I'm like, probably Dude, are you right. Really? I mean, who, who? Again, again, it's made for TV. It's made to look you like. You know, I eat out every meal, so I'm like, oh boy, if these restaurants, you know, it's just tough. But <laughs> listen, when you watch HGTV, you watch Bravo, whatever reality TV show you watch, you need to make sure that you understand that it's reality TV. It's like The Bachelor. Do you think they're really going to stay married? Of all those shows, how many of them actually got married and had kids? Only a handful, right? The rest of them called it off. Now, like, the big thing that's on, like, TV now is, like, the flipping shows. Yeah, like, flipping houses. There's no way it's as easy as they make it out on those shows. Listen, I flipped thousands of homes. I lost money in the first hundred, probably. <laughs> Think about it. It's very, very difficult. It's a lot of work. You got to buy low. You got to sell high. You got to spend as little amount of money as possible. You got to give quality. And it's not easy. It's never easy. And it's, well, it's, in, but the only benefit I say is there's no homeowner. So you're just doing what you got to do and then you're putting it on the market. But more time is being spent than, than money. Of course. You need a lot, lot of time. Right. And the other thing is you got to try and hedge because you're buying the house lower than market value. Then you're spending money on the house. And then you got to re, you want to sell it for a profit, which means you got to pay commission. So is there enough money? Let's say every house in the neighborhood goes for 400000 and you get a house for two hundred, right? You don't put two hundred in it to no. get it to four hundred. You want to put fifty into it. That means you're at two fifty. Then you want to sell for three ninety nine or three seventy five because you want to be below the market value still. But then you got to pay six percent. Then you got to pay your, you know, your own fees, and then whatever's left is your profit. So, so what's the lowest you would flip a house for for what num- what dollar profit? 
Well, that's a great 20 question. 20 grand? Yeah, so it's really percentage. You want to make a minimum of 15 to 20% net. That means after you've paid commission, after you've paid all the renovation dollars, you want to net, net 20%. So let's just say you sold the house for 380 okay? What's 20% of 380 $76. $76,000. So on that house, you want to make $76,000. So if you take 380 minus 76, that's 304 right? Mm-hmm. You paid two fifty, so two fifty. So you got fifty four thousand in commission and cost. That's your limit. If you think you sell for that, if you sell for four and a quarter, your profit goes up. But you really want to net a twenty percent because there's houses where you're going to break even. There's houses that you don't realize that you put really inexpensive. You got really cheap. You put it in really <laughs> expensive, and it looks really nice, and it's on the market. And guess what? Ninety days later, it's still on the market. 120 days later, we're still in the market. Now you've got a, you're, it's called cash flow, cost to carry. That's a whole nother situation. That's why flipping homes is giving homeowners misinformation. You've got to be right. Because if you don't sell right away, now there are times when the house sells immediately. But mm-hmm. you, know, you, hear, you only hear those stories. You don't hear when the house is on the market for six months. Well, yeah, because like on those shows, especially whenever you, I watch these flip shows, it doesn't really matter which one it is. No matter how bad a shape the house is in that they buy, they always are able to f- switch it up, put as little amount of money as they can into it, and get the most money for it, and come away with these huge profits. That you never see an episode where the guy's like, "Well, we well, just we broke, broke even. even." Yeah, right. Time, t- time to move on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of course, not. they only want to tell you the goods. It's like a homeowner. Homeowner, you're uh, as a contractor. No, it's like a gambler. A gambler will only tell you his wins. He won't right. tell you his losses. Yeah, they're never going to do a show yeah. where the episode ends where we really took a bath in this one. <laughs> I guess on to the next one. You know, that's right, right? And that's the problem with that. So that's the thing. The misinformation, like we had talked earlier how Google ruined the home improvement business. This is the same thing. How reality TV has hurt, not ruined, but has hurt the home improvement. So in conclusion, I want everyone to know that it's important to take the shows that you watch on TV and basically get ideas. Use them to learn what not to do. But ask your builder, is this really true? Is this the way it is? Because what's going to happen is you're going to get three, four bids on your next project, and they're going to be completely more money than the TV shows, and you're going to get mad. Don't get mad. Be smart. Get informed. So that's really what you need to do. Now, Again, it comes down to finding the right contractor. So if you need a contractor, don't forget, you can visit HireItDone.com. We have the pre-screen contractors on there. And they're all trained to tell you what things cost. We want you to know that. So again, I want to thank everyone for tuning in to my podcast, Contractor Therapy Today. Please go to Radio.com and subscribe to the, your, to my podcast. Also, leave me a message or go to you know Google Play or um, the, the Apple sto- iTunes Store or the podcast, whatever. Um Subscribe to it. Leave me your messages. I also want to know if you have any ideas. I'd love to talk to you about uh, podcast homeowner from hell, contractor from hell, whatever it is. And uh, I want to thank uh, Rocket Mortgage by Quaker Loans for sponsoring our podcast today. And I'll see you guys next week.